0: If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsisBoring.com, click
1: the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th, at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street,
2: we will see you there. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live.
0: Biden DOWN, BABY. Per, per, per CAPITA EXPORT VALUE.
2: LIBRARIES. I Minister, mean, are you embarrassed
3: by your behaviour
0: today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around.
3: Do you have the fortitude, or they're going to ask to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? dick,
0: Just watch me.
1: He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous
2: disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The
3: disappointment you also feel is my responsibility.
2: I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F A R T.
3: Hello
1: and welcome to Canadian politics. It's boring. My name is Reese Waters, and with me is Jesse Harley. Hello. I Hi. think you
4: know what. I think you can do that better. A better intro. I think you can do that. I don't like, want to. I think, but I, well, I think for the sake of our audience, you should feel a little more enthused. You know. don't want to. No? Well, can you go the other direction then? No, I'm, I think I've
1: done it. And let's move on. Um, the nice You'd be great listen- on, on a- an improv. Really listen- just saying.
4: Just, just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you ever want to explore that part of
4: you, your creativity. I'm just. fine. I'm good. <laughs> totally fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Im- so, improvs, was- yes, and. Reese's version of that is no
1: and stand still and be quiet. Yeah, No, that's... I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so Jesse, SSTD Zone, STD Small zone. Talk Dimension Zone, what mm-hmm. have you been up to? I've
4: been playing Life is Strange True Colors, which is okay. It's okay. I don't know what that is. Video but... game. Uh, okay. It's not great. It's from Don't Nod Entertainment Development Studios, uh, who have made the uh, amazing Life is Strange series, and this is the latest one, and... Whoa. Is that how you shut me accident. up? By playing a speak pipe? Okay, fine. No, I'm done. No, no, no. That, was an accident. that was an accident. I was just uh-huh. trying to get in there. Yeah, sure. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. Life is life is, life is strange. Life is strange. It's an amazing series of video games. And the latest one is... I'm all ears. Tell me more. No, oh, I know. Stop it. I can tell. About your already. video games. Yeah, you don't care. Tell me about your life. What's going on with you? The bears are back. See, I knew you were just waiting just to tell me something spectacular. All right. The bears, the bears are back. The bears are back. And bears they are... are back in um,
1: they they're back yeah, they they've woken up from um their their slumber and now they're um How many bears are there? Yeah. Uh there's three of them. Jesus. Stati bear. Seriously? Mommy bear and baby bear. <laughs> is that what you've named them? Okay. Yeah. Uh anyway, but they did Bruce, they got in. Maria turns out and, and turns out they like cake. Okay. They took some take cake wrappers. I feel like uh, you're making out. this up. No, this is true. They, they broke al- al- into al- your al- 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 house.
4: No, they no, they broke into the garbage okay so you just said they broke in
1: to the garbage okay that's like yeah that's a bit different and uh, well not a lot's happened yet but i'm going to start doing a video diary of it i think and put it on the patreon so that people can see get up daily updates of beer activity sure i'm gonna call it bear watch with (laughs) freeze i like it so anyway yeah that's um, exciting uh, Something else I wanted to talk about. All right. I don't know if you remember. Remember I went off on one about sense sensitivity? Yes, I do. And I said, hey, if it affects you, send me an email or something. I don't believe it. (laughs) Somebody somebody emailed. Someone emailed, yeah. And didn't we get a speak pipe as well? Uh, I I don't know if we did about that. I'll have to go back through. We had a lot of speak pipes recently, which is great. But um, this anonymous person who doesn't want to be named, I'm going to call them Mr. Anonymous, Said that the primary symptom that they experience is swelling and a burning sensation in their eyes, and they get a stuffy nose if they can't get away from the scent. So there we go. I I I, I stand corrected once it, again. It is a real has been thing, proven wrong. It does it wrong. upset some people. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Exactly. If you want to find more examples of me being wrong, just talk to my wife. <laughs> I'll do that. She got loads. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so. Reese, so I've, I've told you for the tenth
4: time, we're not married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you still in my house? These are not your children.
1: You need to leave. <laughs> and um, I did prematurely shoot a speak pipe your way. So do you want to listen to that? Sure. Yeah. Let's let's hear a speak pipe, baby. This is from a secret government agent. Okay.
3: Hey, guys. This is Mikey, your top secret anonymous government source coming in hot and heavy with the new reports. So don't tell anybody that I'm your anonymous source. Mikey from the National – from the NRC. But anyways – Canadian torture is horrible, horrible. It's top secret. So don't let anybody know, but what we do to people, if we need them to give us information is we just play Nickelback albums on repeat. Nobody has lasted more than four songs before they completely break down mentally and tell us whatever we want. It's great. Chad Kroger's voice is amazing for breaking people down psychologically. Second off Harper. <laughs> I worked at 21st. 24- okay. Not worked. I, uh I, uh, I did other stuff at 21st sussex but big star trek fan so his favorite foreplay is cosplay where he would dress up in his little trekkie outfit his wife in her trekkie outfit and let me tell you man it got all kinds of trekkie crazy up in 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 those rooms all right he would walk around when he was at parliament in his track outfits people had to call him captain harper and he would sit there at the head of the table going Wheel! Pretending to pilot his own little Star Trek play and then he'd be like, Wee, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm going, Wee, 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 wee. That is Stephen Harper in a nutshell, all right? Crazy guy in 24 Sussex loves his cosplay. Anyways, I'm out. Wow, okay. <laughs> I
1: love, I love, I love, thank you for your enthusiasm. Yes, thank you're, you for you're completely off the wall, and I love it. <laughs> thank you. A secret thank you for listening agent. to our show. Yeah. yeah. Send more of those, please. They they always make me laugh. So if you want to leave a speakpipe like
4: our secret government agent, just go to speakpipe.com slash Canadian politics is boring and it's anonymous and you can do it's like a voicemail you leave. An anonymous voicemail yeah. you can leave in like five seconds without leaving an email or name if you don't want to. We so won't always Jesse, play them. <laughs> no, we
3: won't always play
4: them. Because some of them are <laughs> Anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> some of them are like that. <laughs> so. That was um, good though. That was you, very good. you, you you're going to like this episode, Jesse. Okay. What's it about? So it's called Gold, Machine Guns, and Illegal Immigration. Okay. How does that make you feel? Are you, are you aroused mentally? And Hopefully physically. Hopefully not physically. Yeah, yeah. physically. <laughs> Nursing a chub. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm known
4: best for. Yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> Tell me it again. I'm almost, got, I'm almost halfway.
1: Tell me, what's the title again? Gold, machine guns, and illegal immigration. Uh, okay. And he's done. Yeah. Anyway. And so, <laughs> would you like a towel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> so, um, when I say illegal immigration, what what mental image do you have? People illegally crossing the border. But where are they from and where are they going? Ooh, gosh, I mean... Does the idea of illegal immigration bore you? Just A little head. bit. Yeah. No. I don't know.
4: I, I don't know. I don't think about it that often. I'm assuming some are smuggled over on cargo ships, and some come through the, the states border because uh, the we've got one of the largest, practically unmanned borders in the world.
1: So, do you ever imagine thousands of like hungry Americans coming over the border? No. And that's not just because they heard about the Boston pizza in Winni- in Manitoba. <laughs> You've been waiting to tell that one, haven't you? That was good. I know. It was know. in your back pocket. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so basically, I'm talking about the Yukon Gold Rush. Do you know a lot about the Yukon Gold Rush? Nothing. It's it's a beautiful part of Canada, and I've actually been to the place where most of this story unfolds, which is okay. uh, kind of, it's Alaska border in the Yukon, so it's the inside passage of Alaska.
4: Oh, I actually um, edited a, a, a very small promotional video for Yukon. It was like 30 seconds long. It was the tourists coming off a bus and like... Panhandling for gold? Not panhandling. It's not like they're going on the side of the road
1: (laughs) begging for gold. (laughs) Little cardboard sign, gold, please. (laughs) (laughs) Seen any gold? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so so uh, what happened was in uh, in August 1896, gold miners found they struck gold in the Yukon and when news reached cities nearby like Seattle and San Francisco, it basically caused a stampede of prospectors who were like, I'm going to, I'm going to give up my job working in Best Buy and I'm going to go and get rich finding gold. What year was this? Uh, 1896. Yeah. Best buys were all the rage back then. Yeah. It was called the Best Buy back then. Right. They dropped the, the, in the 1920s. Smart. Yeah. Um, so (laughs) cleaner, yeah exactly that's crisp modernization um so <laughs> so because because uh well, at first the government's kind can of you imagine, ignored can you imagine it. a Best Buy just always
4: being around like the 1600s there's a Best Buy,
1: you know yeah like Sir S- Samuel peeps uh, and he's like a he's in Best Buy
4: and they've got in the back they've got the the abacus the Abacus squad. Of course,
1: we all remember the Roman best buys, which were made of marble, and they didn't sell electronics. They sold leaves. Like that? Yeah, that was good. That was yeah. well done.
4: Okay. The Sorry. ancient
1: Greeks stole the idea of a best buy from the Persians. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody please make a documentary about this. <laughs> Anyway, um, so that part of Canada, not many people lived there. There wasn't a lot going on. It was kind of explored by Europeans, inhabited heavily by uh, kind of the original people who who were there, the indigenous people. But uh, basically, um, 100,000 people decided to migrate there looking for gold between in in a period of three years, between eighteen ninety six and eighteen ninety nine, so there was almost no infrastructure there. But a hundred thousand people turned up during those three years. They're probably um, willing to camp, I'm sure. You know, yeah, they, I mean they weren't they weren't expecting like a maybe they had you know, like, like a, a suburban house,
4: right? No, but like they probably came with like you know oxen and a trailer and more horses and you know a tent and stuff like that. Like,
1: well, and that was it. A lot of people sold everything they had to get up. To, to the Yukon, because um, even like just a small amount of gold discovery could make you incredibly wealthy. So they were like, "Well, let's just I'm gonna gonna put all in on this." So right. the 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 main access point to the Yukon was from a small port called Skagway, which I've been to. And it's Skagway, beautiful. Skagway, I is that is that true? That's just called Skagway. What province is that? It's not. It's in Alaska. Oh okay so everyone was coming up from Seattle and from uh San Francisco to Skagway and Skagway is right on the border is the closest port really to um to the Yukon territory so they would sail there and then they would hike through the mountains to get oh, to wow. the Yukon okay um so they'd have to climb um over over some really dangerous mountain passes uh there was the chili the chilkoot pass or the white pass uh to the yukon river to get down to do it and and because because it was so dangerous and because it was so kind of isolated canadian authorities on the border um and just to give you a bit of context when i when i went to skagway me and my wife we Uh, jumped on a train if
4: that's who she really is
1: (laughs) (laughs) we jumped on a train that took us up through the mountains to the border because they built this kind of railroad that would take you right up to the Canadian border, okay. and then we kind of went over into the Yukon, but you weren't allowed to like get off because we didn't have passports with us or whatever. Okay. But anyway, and then you came back down. So it, was, it so like, the train the train, the train
4: dipped into Canada fr- on its path
1: through the Yukon. Now through uh, through um, it, it went from Skagway into Canada, essentially. But then it came back. Um, but, that, but, the tra- but the train line didn't exist then. Back then, like, it was just mountains that you had to climb up and follow these trails. Um, and the Canadian authorities, because they knew that people coming in would die if they didn't have everything they needed, they wouldn't let you cross the border unless you had a year's supply of food with you. Wow. That's so a lot of Costco. That's a lot of runs. food, man. That's a lot of, yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> a lot of Costco uh, so, muffins. So- is that what you
1: said? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Costco, like Kirkland toilet paper, you, there's loads. It's insane. You can't have years of the food. For one thing, it would go bad. Well, I guess it was tins. Okay. Oh, yeah. I get used to having spaghetti on toast. Right. It's fine. But also it weighed about a ton. That was the estimated amount. So what they had to do was move this stuff in stages. So you'd have like 10 bags at the bottom of the hill and you'd move them like one at a time up and come back for the other one. Wow. Okay. Um most most of the people doing this had no experience in mining. Uh they were all like they were city people. So they were like uh like worked as salespeople or um in factories, that kind of thing. So um what happened was the there were so many people resigning in Seattle. So the, the mass resignations in Seattle were so bad that the mayor, twelve policemen, and most of the people who drove the streetcars all left for the gold rush. Wow. And they are planning like, on out. going up for, like, at least a year. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, we're out. I know I'm the mayor, but I'm
4: sorry. I want gold. Right. So, like, to, to get across the border into Canada, well, I guess it was an illegal... If you're... Hold on. Who is the year's worth of food for? That must have been for
1: Canadians. Like, you're talking about illegal immigration into Canada. Yeah, they, they led them over to do... Because it was... They, it, like, it wasn't really that big a deal. But it was much more they were there to say, hey, if you're going to come over and go go to find gold in Canada... Because these are Americans, mainly. if you're going to come into Canada. Oh, so they weren't gold. trying to stop them then? No, no, they would just, they would they only let them through if they knew they were prepared and they wouldn't die. Right, if so, so
4: if you're going from Seattle up to the Yukon and you knew that you had to have a year's worth of food in order to get in, you're looking like, well, I might as well quit my job and go there for a year to see what gold I can get. So oh yeah, it it was, exactly, okay. exactly. So... I've I've got a year's worth of baked beans here anyway. I might as well take them with me.
1: <laughs> exactly. So because everyone was streaming across the border, and the the um they just the, the northwest mounted. Why don't you just sent. like
4: show them a fishing line? Like, hey, do you know what this thing does? <laughs> it gets you magical food
0: every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: there's like, if there's thousands of people there, there's gonna be no fish left. Yeah, I suppose. Um, and also, what if you don't catch a fish that day? You die
4: that's exactly. that's how that die. happens
1: that's you're exactly. right i yeah. didn't eat today death so yeah yeah death. In, <laughs> instant death
4: and you can only catch them <laughs> so. enough food uh to last you that day and only that day this is how yeah, fishing exactly. works It's very good thank you <laughs> for that reminder <laughs>
1: Um, so, so at, at, at the near the kind of one of the main gateways to the Yukon, um, the Northwest Mounted Police set up a, a detachment there to secure the location and heavily armed Americans, uh, didn't like it. They they de- they demanded the the police post be taken down, or they were going to shoot at them all. Apparently,
4: Jesus.
1: Um, so they set up semi permanent posts at Chilcoot and the White Pass, um, complete with <laughs> complete with machine guns. Oh my God! Um, basically, they had they. Ever heard of the Maxim gun? It was the first fully automatic machine gun in the world. I think so. So the Northwest Mounted Police were like, "Hey, let's just set up machine guns on the border." This will scare them. That's insane. Because uh, they were worried about it getting nasty. Um, so <laughs> so they said they had a 200-man army there to, to, make, to control the border, and they had, like, soldiers there, and then just machine guns pointed at all the people coming over the border looking for gold. Jesus. Did they use them? Uh, I don't think so. No, but they but they would like they would be sat there pointing them at you as you're carrying your bags slowly up a hill, which is worrying. <laughs> okay, so it was just to make sure that what brawls didn't break out or something. Also, because there was so much money involved. Because the other thing that happened was people were like selling everything they had to go up to Skagway, and then there would be these people in Skagway who would. Have you heard the phrase? You know, don't dig for gold. Sell pickaxes. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. So it kind of comes from this where instead of the real gold was not only the friends you made on the way there, but also <laughs> the the ability to oversell, to sell overpriced equipment to people who were arriving who didn't know how much things cost and they didn't have anywhere else to buy them from. There, were, there was a lot of criminal stuff going on where people would be in It doesn't sound off. criminal, it just sounds enterprising. <laughs> I, I guess so, but, but also like people, you know, you're digging up gold in the middle of nowhere. Say, say you're looking for gold, and there's someone ten meters away looking for gold, and they find gold. You just put a pickaxe through their head, and it's yours. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can imagine there's a lot. I'm not saying I'd do that. Uh-huh. I was inhabiting the body of a of a of a un. So, a wrongen? Yeah, a un Someone who does wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, it's must be <laughs> a Welsh thing. Yeah. So um, they would, like, look for illegal weapons, uh, try and catch criminals, enforcing, like, customs and duties, and also um, they started to force the people across into to pay a 25% kind of tax on the value of the goods and supplies they were carrying. They started to do what now? So say you had a ton, you had a, you had a ton of stuff, your gears worth of food, your pickaxe, mm-hmm. a raincoat, I don't know, maybe like a Nintendo Switch for when you got bored, all those things. Right. The Canadian Mounties would be like, "Okay, we reckon the value of all this is this much, so you've got to give us twenty five percent of that if you want to cross the border to get wow, while wow, machine guns are pointed at you, while well, machine, yeah." And then also, so basically, it's
4: just it's it just turned into exploiting everybody, everybody exploiting yeah. everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like Bitcoin. It's exactly like Bitcoin, Reese. 100% guns. exactly like Bitcoin.
1: That's right. It is. I couldn't think of a better analogy. Yeah. Please continue. Yeah. Everyone thinks they can get rich doing it, and then they just mindlessly spend money on it, and then other people exploit them. It's just what happens. Um <laughs> And I, just, sometimes you get a pickaxe in the head.
4: Right. Yeah. yeah it,
1: it worked for one person three years ago. Why will not it work for me now when everyone else is doing it? <laughs> um, so also as well, the, the Mounties had a reputation for being honest, but some of them did take bribes. Um, and prospectors would try and smuggle things like silk and whiskey um, in like bales of hay because they, would, they could then use them as favors for ladies in the, uh, the saloons in uh, Skagway. Okay, Skagway saloons. Skagway saloons. Uh, so it got so bad in the end that it was so chaotic there that America and Canada were falling out, and Britain got involved to come up with like a a solution. And it meant that um the the British kind of went on the American side, and they kind of redrew the boundary there for territory. Um wow. And but what happened there was cuz Canada wasn't a country then it was still british north america so um right. the the betrayal <laughs> that many canadians fought, thought uh, thought uh, had happened because of the british had sided with the americans it was one of the key kind of things that helped canada become more independent because they were pissed off at london okay so yeah, that's that's the story of the <laughs> <laughs> What I said, gold. I don't know, you started off
4: strong and then you kind of just whimpered into you know, you started well, with like like a gold rush and then you put crescendoed with like machine gun borders, which is kind of nuts and like pickaxes in the head, and then we just kinda whimpered out into Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know what you I don't want you to expect.
4: That was a good episode. That was good. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, but I was, recommend The end was anticlimactic, but uh, other than that. I don't
1: and then they all died because they were really old. <laughs> I give this episode a four or five stars. It's pretty good. There we go. Good. I'm glad you're rating our episodes. Yeah, there you Um, go. Just for you. Really just rating you. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. You're going to go on Yelp. So, um, uh, yeah. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, Please, 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 if you've enjoyed the show and you want to support us and all the work that we do, uh, you already listen to ads, which we appreciate, and Mm -hmm. you don't get a choice in unless you can skip. But um, if you want to go to Canadian... um, If you want to go to patreon.com forward slash Canadian Politics is Boring, you can kind of support us every month, and you get a ton of extra episodes you've never heard before. Ad-free? And as I said, I'm going to start doing a Bear Diary. (laughs) You're not kidding about that, are you? No, I'm going to do a Bear Diary. On Patreon. So
4: so you get Reese's Bear Diary on Patreon, you get ad-free episodes released early, and you get uh, completely uh, Patreon-only episodes, so... There you go. It's just to show you that you love us. We know you love us. So go do that. Yeah. Even if you don't pay for it, we still know you love us. Yeah, because you come back. I don't know why. It's, <laughs> it's beyond me, really. <laughs> After three years, it's kind of strange. But, uh, exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm stuck in this for life, it seems.
1: And if you ever get the chance to visit the Inside Passage of Alaska, I recommend it. It's beautiful. Send us photos. We're not no. going to do it. Are you I, I think you wanted my photos. It's from my honeymoon. I'm not putting my
4: honeymoon photos online. If that was your honeymoon, if that is your wife. right? I've never <laughs> met her. I've known you for five years. I've never once met your wife. So I don't know. I think she's photoshopped.
1: I think, you think she's photoshopped? Yeah. I don't know why you haven't. It's because you don't drive and we live out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, sure. Excuses. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll buy you, that. That's fine. Yeah. That's, yep. She's a totally real wife.
4: Totally, totally real. Yeah, yeah. I believe you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is real. Mm-hmm. She's like, um, she's not a figment of my imagination, like in the movie A Beautiful Mind. Um,
4: I forget who I forget who said it was uh, one way to make something creepy is by overstating the obvious. Kind of like, all right, I'm going to go home to my wife who is currently alive and very much not dead. Just like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to lunch and have some human food.
4: You know, just yeah,
1: go. <laughs> go and enjoy your real human's food.
4: <laughs> Thanks so much for sticking us in your ear holes, everybody. Uh, we really appreciate you coming by every time. Uh, and uh, yeah, don't forget to leave us a speak pipe if you'd like to say hello. That's it. That's it. We're done. I got nothing else to say to you. Get the fuck
1: out. Yeah, piss off. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bye, everybody. We love you.
2: Cool. Bye. <laughs>